Hello and welcome to the Change and Transition podcast with me, your host, Crystal Deborah Coley. Now today, we're going to be speaking with expert career coaches, Sabrina Woods and Jim Peacock, and we'll be talking about how to thrive in difficult times by being resilient. Now, we all know that difficult times will come, but the question is, what will you do with your pain? So in this insightful episode, we talk about what resilience is, why it's important, and how you can develop your own resilience so that you can come out of adversity better and stronger than before. You're going to get insights from three career coaches in one episode. You're going to really enjoy this one. And don't forget to subscribe, to like, and to share for more life-changing content. Hello, Jim. Hello, Sabrina. How are you doing? Great. Doing well. Thanks so much for having us. No worries. So can you just first start by telling us who you are and what you do? We can start with you, Sabrina. Sure. So my name is Sabrina Woods. I live in Providence, Rhode Island, and I work as a holistic career and life coach, as well as a LinkedIn trainer and a wild combination. My, uh, my focus with clients is to help them through difficult career transitions and to do it from a holistic perspective. I also really enjoy running um, lively and hopefully interactive webinars and workshops. And let me turn it over to Jim and uh, have him introduce himself. Well, and I will say that your workshops are awesome and interactive and energetic because I've been to a couple of them. But, uh, but I'm Jim Peacock with Peak Careers Consulting. Um, the bulk of my business is providing professional development for career practitioners. So I provide online trainings, face-to-face workshops, uh, uh, facilitating career development course, which leads to a career credential. And I have, uh, and I also have some individual career coaching clients. I'll put a quick plug in. He does an awesome work workshop on happenstance theory. Yes, that's a thing, and career coaches can uh, can be part of that session. Right, that's actually one of my favorite theories. Uh, okay, so nice. today's session we'll be talking about resilience. It's an area that all three of us are are passionate about. So in this session we'll be talking about what is resilience, why is it important, and how do we build resilience. So um, do, who wants to kick off with the first question and answer what resilience about? Well, uh, answer what is resilience. I think we can ping back and forth on, on there's so many ways to describe this. And um, I think part of what I'll say is it's the power and the stamina to push through or to bounce back from challenges. And one more little piece is I'll say, um, if I'm resilient, I may also be able to arise above the small stuff. And I can say more about that piece in a minute, but let me let Jim jump in too. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is the ability to sort of, to bounce back from any kind of hardship. I mean, we, we, face, we face hardship, we face transitions or events every single day of our lives. You face, you face some kind of obstacle. I mean, you have to, it starts getting out of bed. I mean, you know, what, you know, what if you trip? I mean, there's obstacles throughout our day Resilience is a bunch of little things, right? But it's really about how you overcome those things. How do you deal with these uh, 
these um, hardships or, or obstacles or transitions that are put in front of you. Um, and some people are better at it than others, but we're all, we all can do it. We all do it. We all have resilience. I completely agree with, with both of you. And, and I also think it's about how you look at that, that season in your life, that difficult time. So if you're able to adapt, learn the lessons from that experience and get stronger, um, I kind of see it as, I guess, working out your mind, like a workout for your mind. That's mm -hmm. how I see resilience as well. But also I wanted to mention that it's not necessarily about just pushing through difficult times and ignoring your mental health. Because I think sometimes people aren't really clear on what resilience is. Let me build on that sort of like you get stronger and you get wiser piece. And, and I think that part of that, um, Crystal, is, is your perspective. And let me, get, let me give you kind of a personal, it's a smallish example, but I experience from time to time leg, leg pain. It's due to a valve in one of my veins that's broken. Now the valve broke when I had a blood clot. Now, I also have to wear compression stockings. I don't usually get upset about my leg pain or having to wear these grandma looking compression stockings that could be really embarrassing. And the reason I have this sort of this resilient attitude towards it is perspective. The blood clot could have killed me. So when you move through, and I had a very challenging couple of months when I was going through that, getting over that blood clot because other things were going on. But sometimes once we move through difficult, hard challenges, then these smaller experiences don't harm us as much because we kind of like we rise above that stressor because we have a different perspective. So I think each time something happens that we pick ourselves up, then we have this new vantage point. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, as I said, we all have resilience as human beings, and it's a matter of gaining the confidence to get through stuff. Um, um, you don't know how much you can handle until you have to handle it, right? I mean, I was, I was in New Zealand and got caught in a flash flood. I was 15 miles out in, a, in the fjords by myself. And I had to swim through a forest a mile. Now, you don't sit back and go, can I do that? I mean, can I do that? I just, I can't imagine doing that. I did it, you know. I climbed a fjord, I walked 15 miles out. I had to go through mud that was up to my waist at times. Could you do that? Could you? Well, I don't know. I did it. And so you don't know how resilient, resilient you are until you're faced with some of these obstacles. And most of us, they, they come in little increments. Like, it, like Sabrina pointed out, there, something happens and it gives you perspective. But we all have it. We all have the resilience. It's a matter of, it, like, like a muscle, you practice it. And then you also need to recognize that you've been resilient. And I think that's a key here. Uh, one of the key points that, that I would like to make is that you need to recognize that you've been resilient. You need to recognize that you can move forward. You need to recognize that, hey, I've done, I've gotten through some of this stuff before, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's really about look, being able to look back at it. 
I mean, I could just think how terrified I was of going into first grade at a new school. We had just moved. And, you know, I mean, that's many of us have those stories. But those are the those are the little things that build up that make a difference. Oh, Jim, we have more things in common. I was terrified in first grade, too, because I just moved to a new town. And I still remember the courage of getting on that school bus that stayed with me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. This looking back and remembering when we've gotten through difficulties before is really empowering. And it's really great for our job seekers, too. Sometimes they just feel like they're drowning to stay with the flash flood theme. They feel like, how is it, how am I ever going to get through this? Mm -hmm. And if we can remind them and bring back their strength from past experiences and their strategic ways and their problem solving and how they've conquered other things, then we get to help them be stronger in that very moment and have some hope. Yeah. And I mean, one yeah. of the ways I, I tend to do that is I, I guess at the end of each year, I will sit and write down things I've overcome. So I'll look at the goals that I may have had um, maybe at the beginning of the year and then at the end of the year, I, I will write down how I've done it. And I can just see how I've moved forward. And I've done it, I guess, over the past, I'd say, five years. And it does remind me of just how resilient I have been. So when I do feel like, oh, gosh, I can't do this anymore, I look back at it and it just reminds me of what I'm capable of. And actually, I can do so much more. Wow, what a great exercise you're doing. That's so fantastic. Because sometimes we forget. We forget, A, what we went through and B, how we did it. That's really fantastic. And we don't give ourselves the credit that we deserve, I mean, to do it. I mean, and, and that happens with, again, I think a lot, with a lot of job seekers, it's just, you know, it can look hopeless, you know. And I think that's one of the things that I, as a coach, what I try to do is to give people hope, give people a different perspective, but then also work at reminding them, what are the skills? How did you get to where you are, you know, and being able to articulate those skills, because that's a reminder you know of that muscle that 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 resilient muscle that you know that we're, we're talking about and and I just think that's that's such a huge part of this coaching process is helping people have a perspective which helps them give get that hope and I love that practice that you do about looking back at the year going look, look at the things that we did <laughs> well it's going to be an interesting I'd like to talk to you in December this year. Holy smokers, with all the all the stuff in the world going on right now, it's uh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of resilient muscles being uh, built. Absolutely, the world over, so much challenge, so much challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're really being asked. We're really being asked to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps in this moment. But sorry, go ahead, Crystal. No, I was going to say that nicely leads us to the next question, which is how do you actually build resilience? One of the things that I was thinking about this morning as I was kind of getting ready for this is part of what it is for me for how to build resilience is, is to actually pay attention to and, and address my stress levels as I'm, as I'm kind of in a, tough patch or a challenging time. I say this because if I address my stress instead of just that habit of pushing through, then I have more capability 
to solve the problem. So this is kind of an in the moment resilience tool. It's like, okay, wait a second. Don't let yourself get so burnt out and so exhausted that you, that you can't even think straight. Take breaks, give yourself some breathing room, get out there for a walk. I went for a, a walk right before this so that your prefrontal cortex <laughs> can be at its best. I can go into the, some of the you know, um, neuroscience behind this, but we're, we're, we're really constantly at, um, aggravating our amygdala, which is our fear center when we have all these stressors and all these intensities. And that's, that's, that's the way that we um, aren't using our brain for the best. So a big part of it is, for me, again, is address those stressors as they come along. And remember that self-care isn't like this, um, oh, I don't know. Sometimes that word just feels um, like, oh, a, I'm going to go to a spa for my self-care. No, this is about bringing it back in balance and honoring where you are in the moment instead of that pushing through. So that's one piece for me about how to build resilience and stay resilient and keep your head above water. What are your thoughts, Jim? Why are we talking about keeping my head above water again? Maybe I shouldn't have told you guys that story. Huh? <laughs> I'm stuck in the floods <laughs> analogy. Yeah. You know, I think building re, uh, building resilience is, I mean, I think, Crystal, you just gave a great example of it, and that's reflecting back on, on the, those accomplishments, reflecting back on the, the, the challenges that we've faced. And then, and, you know, then you realize, you know, I got, I got through that challenge. You know, I got through that challenge. I mean, who would, who would have thought that you'd be, be quarantined for 10 weeks? I mean, it's like at the beginning, I'd be like, there's no way. Right. I mean, and so resilience a lot is it's for me is about reflecting back on those those accomplishments. But then also, uh, I mean, a lot of the work that I do is helping people articulate their strengths. And you do that through talking about accomplishments. And it's really about focusing on the positives as much as possible. And I think where people get into what I call the vortex of negativity. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's that this is bad, this is bad, this is more bad, this is more bad that's happening on top of my bad. And the reality is sometimes it's a, it's a mind change that you gotta, it's a, it's, a, it's a mind change that you have to do. And if you can focus on your strengths, if you can focus on your accomplishments, if you can focus on the positive things that happen, I think you build your, your resilience, you build your strengths. And, and, and it makes not only you stronger, it makes the people around you stronger. I'd love to build on that a little bit and say, this self-talk that goes on in our head is super powerful. If I say, like the awful vortex, or, oh my God, this is awful. If that's the message that I send, and I, and I just ruminate about in my head, that's gonna really reinforce, I'm gonna reinforce and I'm gonna, that message and I'm gonna look for everything that's awful to con because I wanna be right. I know it sounds insane, but I think we do this. Oh my God, this day sucks, this is terrible. Or this, this whole thing is so, so awful. Then we'll just continue to look for things that reinforce that. If we can control our self-talk just a little bit and nudge it to still admit that something's bad, 
but not stay stuck there. So it might be, wow, this really sucks. I am not sure how I'm going to deal with this. How am I going to handle racial injustice, a pandemic, and unemployment at the same time? Mm. But somehow, one day at a time, I will get through. It's a lot more powerful if we can end with that. I don't know how, but what if somehow I'm going to take it one moment at a time and get myself through? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Just having to catch yourself when these things start to to overwhelm you. And Mm -hmm. I mean, again, like what Jim was saying, I try to be positive and I question, I question the thoughts, the negative thoughts. I do really question them. And I think, okay, so, okay, this is the situation, but what's the flip side of this? What's the opposite? So my background is in law. I was a lawyer beforehand. So I made a living from making arguments. So now I use it for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, is this really true? Is this really the case? Yes or no. Usually it's, it's, it's not correct. Um, and then I push forward in that way. And yes, I'm building those, those muscles. Um, I think to but add you know, to what you, sorry, go, go for it, Jim. No. Sorry, but um, I was just going to say, I was in a job that I was just, I hated for a while. I, I got a new boss. It was a great job, but then I got a new boss and really it was horrible. And I, I just hated going to work. You know, and it was truly the vortex of negativity. It was like I hated going to work. I hated being at work. I'd come home and all I wanted to do is tell my wife how horrible my day was. And I was really, I mean, I had, I was like mild depressed and actually went to see a a counselor. And one of the things that she, that, that we worked on was the fact that I would, I would end every day writing down three positive things that happened and I was completely blown away how in two weeks all those horrible people turned a little bit nicer (laughs) and I I don't think they I don't think they changed I think I changed I changed my focus I slept better because at night every night I wrote three positive things that happened three things I was grateful for and they don't have to be big, but you end your day with that, with positive thoughts. So you sleep better, you sleep with positive thoughts, you wake up. And it really was absolutely astounding at how, how you could change your mindset. And I just think so much of that is what we're talking about, right? How do you build resilience is, is so much of this is an attitude of being able to look at it and say, how do I move forward? Well, a, a positive attitude is, is is critical to doing that. Yes, we're all nodding our heads. Mm. Yes. Um, there's another thing I've thought of actually, your support system, so people around you and being able to speak with people about difficult times because I think sometimes people feel they have to deal with everything by themselves. Does anyone want to add to to that? Anyone have any thoughts? I like to say that when we share our pain, even if the problem's not solved, but when we share our pain, it lessens its intensity. It kind of takes the edge off. 
someone just hearing you, a really good listener is an incredibly valuable thing for our well-being. And it's um, when we're in community, whether it's a group or, or a single person or even just on a Zoom, not feeling alone is a big part of what can make us um, just feel stronger in that moment or take the, like, take the edge off the anxiety or the depression. So community is super powerful. So this, this makes me think of Nancy Schlossberg's transition theory. Um, it's a career theory, and she looks at what she calls the four S's, and that one is how bad is it, the situation. So the first S is the situation, and it, it's really, this is kind of what we've been talking about up till now is how bad is the situation, and how do I look at it, right? The two, the second S is yourself, and there's, that's the optimism, negative, negative viewpoint. It's how you view yourself, what kind of ability you have to, you know, for your self-efficacy. And the third S is support. Right. So I'm going to come back. I'll talk about that. The fourth S is really about your ability to strategize, to look at a situation and go, here, here are some steps I can take. Here's a plan A. Here's a plan B. Here's a plan C. This one's the best option for me today. The third S is support. And so mm -hmm. when I'm working with clients, you know, one of the things that I want to know is, do they have a support system? in place. And so when I'm looking at it, when I look at those three, the four S's, I'm trying to determine which one's a strength, which one's a weakness, because that drives which ones I'm going to talk about with them for telling them what they're doing great. And then I want to strategize if on their weaknesses, what are some things they can do to help? So when people have a strong support system, really everything's better. It just, it is easier to navigate, right? I mean, I, I, I feel for these people who are, who, who during COVID now are completely, they're living alone. They're, that's an isolation. I have my wife like that. We, we have time together, right? And she's back to work now, but I mean, I still have time together. And my, uh, I know people that don't have that. They're completely alone. That's tough. So what do you have to do? You, you have to find supports. You got to, you, whether it's go to your church, whether it's go to your, uh, your, uh, you know, some kind of local organization, community organization, maybe it's, maybe it's even volunteering just to fill time in your, in your, in your space, this dead space that's out there, volunteering just to help others, because helping others is, is actually a huge support, right? Yes. And so support systems are absolutely so important. And if you don't have them, you've got to strategize, you've got to find ways to get them. Um, in whatever way you can. My brother's a priest, so he's alone. So through this whole time, he's alone. And he's, he's actually, you know, done masses, you know, in church all by himself, you know. So, but he, we Zoom twice a week, at least, sometimes more, because he needs that. And so I'm his support system, and I'm quite aware of that, you know. So you got to find it if you don't have it. You got to make it. So it's so important. Yeah, I think isolation can, I think it's the, it's the worst thing. That's when everything can start attacking your mind and you start to think, I can't do this. And you can sink into this hole. Um, so having people around you is so important. And I really love the fact that you've mentioned helping others because you are taking your mind off of your own issues and you're being a blessing to someone else, which is, which is a really mm. good thing. 
And I think you will start to see things improve because when I went through a career transition myself and it was challenging, that was what I did. And it worked really well. So is there anything else any of you want to add as we are bringing this discussion to a, a close? I think I'll just say that, um, that think about this topic yourself, those people that are listening and take action. So I've heard all these different things, but I love this phrase, what can I do to make tomorrow 5% better? So if we have this little tiny percentage point, is there something that can make me more resilient or stronger or can I give back in some way? What could I do to either shift my perspective or take an action to make tomorrow 5% better? It's such a small number. Might be something you can do to make that tiny shift. Let's uh, pay attention to small changes as being really, um, they build up and mean something. So that's what I would say. You know, for me, I was, as I was been thinking about this um, resilience, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot like a rubber band, right? You know, we, you mentioned a muscle, but it's also like a rubber band that you can, you can oftentimes handle more than you realize, right? I mean, you think about a rubber band that pulls and pulls, and sometimes it's surprising how, how, how much you can pull those rubber bands. And I think that's part of what resilience to me is about, is that it is a matter of stretching or working that muscle. But ultimately, what I, the question that I ask is, what did you learn? Whenever we have difficult times, whenever we face obstacles, whenever, some, whenever we fail at something, for me, I don't, I don't think it's failure. For me, it's what did you learn from it, right? And so I think one of the things that I would challenge people to think about is, what, what, are, what are the things that I've learned in these eight weeks? I mean, you're here. I mean, you see a lot of people talking about stuff, you know, I mean, I've been stuck inside for eight, 10 weeks and really not doing stuff. What have I learned? You know, well, you know, I've learned, I'm reading more, right. I'm walking more. I'm, you know, right. There's a lot of things that happen. And I think as people are, when we put this into the context of the world of work, it would be great to go to an interview and say, so this is what happened. And this is what I learned. And this is what I, this is what I'm doing new now to make me a better person. And this is what I bring to the world, to your job, right? This is what I can bring to your company is this blank, whatever, this resilience or whatever, whatever that is. And I just think that if you look at it, not as obstacles, as much as what are you, what are the lessons to be learned? I think there's a lot to be gained here. Yeah. And then that's Great. just you demonstrating Great your resilience. Great final thought. You're yeah. demonstrating it. Uh, well, thank you very much to both of you for your for your wisdom, for your time. I know this is going to help a lot of people, especially during this time. Crystal, thank you so much. I really appreciate being a part of your program. You're doing amazing work. This is great. I've really enjoyed it. And it's so nice to meet you, Crystal. Hey, it's good to meet you too. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe and share for more inspiring content.
Are you unsure whether you're in the right career? Do you feel like you're stuck with the first career choice that you made? Do you want to build the right career for you? Well, I've experienced these feelings myself, but I've made the necessary changes and now I love what I do. I'm an experienced careers consultant slash coach and I can guide you so that you too can build the right career for you. The only question is, when would you like to start? Visit me over at variacoach.com today. That's Varai, V-O-R-A-I coach.com. See you there.